Do you ever find yourself in a position where you have to defend your faith? At times, do you find your beliefs challenged by others, well, who don't believe? This is Thursday, January 19th. A few years back, Fortune magazine rated Bono, the singer of lead singer of the band U2, the 14th greatest leader in the world. I don't know how they come up with these rankings, but they looked into what Bono made Bono such a powerful force for leading change. It's true he has brought together leaders from all over the world to end hunger and to address health issues. Fortune discovered that Bono has a simple three-step playbook for bringing change. Here's what the three steps are. First, spread the credit liberally for every success. Share it with as many people as possible. Second, remind people that they are essential to the mission. The mission cannot go forward without them. And third, ask for more. Ask for more commitment, more action, more resources, more of everything. Then, repeat steps one through three. Here's how Bono explains. When you have a person who may appear rigidly opposed to something, look for ways to widen the aperture of their narrow, idealistic view. We like to think of ourselves as an unlikely group having unlikely conversations that get stuff done. Then he goes on to say, You know we have a family prayer, and that it is to be useful. Actions, actions, actions. It's all about being useful, and that's what I want to be. Now this week we've been working through that first chapter of the letter Paul wrote Titus, and we discover that Paul encourages Titus to prepare the leaders to face opposition. Here's our scripture for today. He, that is the elder, must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught, so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. For there are many rebellious people full of meaningless talk and deception, especially those part of the circumcision group. Now, you could sum up Paul's words here very simply. Stick with the message. Stick with the gospel. He doesn't want the elders to pick a fight. A fight has already come to them. It's being led by religious types, those who grew up in the Jewish faith and now think they know more than anyone else. Many years ago, as a church planter, the people that became the greatest challenge to leadership were Christians that moved into the community and found their way into our church. You see, most of the people in the congregation had come to faith in Christ right there. They were so joyful, and they were encouraged in their life in Christ. But arriving church people could always find something that was wrong, something they didn't like, didn't agree with. And this is what had happened at the church in Crete. As new believers began to come together, it was Jewish people that came to faith in Jesus, the ones with the most religious upbringing, that became the source of conflict. And what were the elders to do? Continue to teach the gospel. This meant not being distracted into controversies, not getting off message. Of course, in many cases, the issue is control. Those with competing ideas think they should be calling the shots. They want to muscle into leadership and take the reins of power. But we have learned that this is not the leadership Jesus called for. 
He told his disciples to be servants. Yes, church leadership is not to be a power struggle, but instead a force to spread the gospel and the love of Christ. I like that three-step plan of Bono. Spread around the credit. Remind people they are needed. And ask them for more. The person that can lead in this way knows that the whole thing is not about them. It's about the mission. In this case, it's the mission of the gospel. Through the years, I've seen leaders become entangled in controversy, and I've seen the mission of the gospel eclipsed by petty disputes and divided leaders. When we see this, it's time to return to Jesus and what the gospel is all about. It's all about reconciliation and restoration. Let's pray. Lord God, we've all known times of division, times when the ugly head of competition and rivalry robs your church of peace. Teach us how to be peacemakers and how to sow a harvest of righteousness. Forgive us for our sins, for they are many. Show us the cross that we might live in humility and gratitude. In the name of Jesus, amen.